Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am Shani Sweets, the sweetest little thing in your ear. And you are tuned in to That's Not Me, Sincerely, A Sweet Black Girl. And if you are tuning in and you know who I am, then that means you are already a fan of Most Wanted Radio and you love music and you love hip hop. And that's a show that I do with my boys, Jack Griff and Quan Vuitton. Shout out to them. But this time, we're going to get a little deep. We're not talking about music. Maybe a little bit. But we're going to talk about us, okay? This episode is the first of so many. And particularly, this story has stuck with me and has helped encourage me to portray the best me. And with that being said, a lot of times when you want to encourage or you are encouraged to be the best you, something negative has been said. Something negative has come along to Open your eyes and make sure that you're like, all right, I don't want to be seen like that. That's not cool. That's not who I am. Well, for me, the workplace was a place where that happened. The things that go down in the workplace sometimes make me wish, maybe not so much now, that my DMs was just as much popping as the workplace was. But sometimes it ain't all good to be just popping at work. Like, just go to work and get your money. But sometimes you get disrespected. Sometimes people think they know who you are. Sometimes people assume that y'all have the same story because y'all work in the same place. And it's just like, I'm just here trying to make a living. I'm just here trying to make this little bit of coin that I can get, whether it's minimum wage or a little bit above. If we we not millionaires, everybody ain't got it like that. So... You know, we just here. We just working. We doing what we got to do. I don't need to be being disrespected or misconstrued or misunderstood, especially when I'm not displaying those type of things to make you feel that way or make you do the things that you're doing towards me. So let's really talk about what I'm talking about right now. Um, When I was about 19, I want to say 19 or 20, I worked in this restaurant called Chili's and I was in Alabama. That's where I'm originally from. Shout out to Bama. Roll Tide. You feel me? Um, And I used to just do like fast food. Uh, I did like a summer job when I was young. I've been working since I was about 14. So I was like, all right, I want to get to some money. Like I got to keep going up the the ladder. So in my head at that age, the It was, okay, I don't want to work at Popeye's or Crystal's or McDonald's or anything like that, but I want my freedom a little bit too, so let me go to a restaurant maybe? So, I go work at Chili's, and I was bomb as shit, okay? I was a good-ass person, a good-ass server, but like I said, I was also 19. I want to say 18 or 19. And I remember this particular day when... I had to go to my manager for an issue. I can't remember what the issue was, but I had to go to my manager for an issue. And the way that she used to talk to me used to be like, yo, what's your problem? Like, I thought we were cool. You know, you just feel like sometimes you're just cool with the people that you work with. You know, it's just work. So you don't really put a lot of into the relationships especially at 19 you're like okay I'm just coming to work 
Um, this is my manager. I respect them like I would respect my teacher. These are my coworkers. I would respect them like I respected the people that I was in high school and middle school and elementary school with. You know, like at a certain age, you're still following the same types of moves and same types of ideas of people. You know, you associate teachers with managers and you know those are the people that tell you what to do you associate the students with the workers because you're working you're working in school and you're working at work so you know that's just where my head was at and I remember getting frustrated at something now if you work in a restaurant you know that things can happen if you're new if you're just your first time serving if you had a first time of dealing with a customer that was just rude or dealing with a co- co-worker that just didn't want to do their job, it could be a little bit frustrating. But for me, I always was a person to not take work home because once I got my money and I counted it at the end of the night, that's all that matters, okay? It doesn't matter, baby girl. Get your money. Okay, shout out to uh, B. Simone. But um, yeah, it was like, go home, start over tomorrow, make some more money type of thing. And being from Alabama, a lot of people know each other. Uh, Your parents know each other. Um, I've been told so many times, oh, you and this person was born this amount of time apart and all this other stuff. Never, not a friend, not a family member, but we just in the same town. So everybody has some type of connection with people. And it was this particular manager that was working there um, that my mom knew growing up, I want to say, or she knew somebody that was related to her or whatever, but it was a connection. And my mom's good friend also worked at this place as well, which I loved her to death. And when I got frustrated in the moment of whatever was happening, I remember talking to this manager and before this moment, I thought she was so cool. I never mind. I never would mind when somebody would correct me or criticize me as long as I knew that it was if, if they were right. Like, I'm not going to get mad if you're right. I'm not going to get mad because this is something that I can learn from. But with that is always not what you say, but how you say it is not what you say, but what you do. And those are two things that I feel like everybody should live their life by when being in a relationship, a friendship, in contact with other people or anything like that. Your demeanor and your intentions can sometimes not be on the same path, I guess you can say. So she brings me in the office or I walk in the office and I remember her distinctive asking me like, you're not, no, she didn't ask me. She told me, she said, no, 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 hold on. She said, do you have any kids? I said, no, I'm 19. <laughs> I don't have any kids. I mean, that's normal for some people. But for me, I was like, nah, I don't have any kids. So she's like, sometimes your attitude is just not where it needs to be or something like that. This is not verbatim what she said, but she's talking about my attitude. And granted, I can have attitude. But it's different between it's a difference in having an attitude at something that just affected you directly and just walking around with a nasty attitude. I'm never going to walk around with a nasty attitude. And sometimes an attitude is not an attitude. Sometimes it's frustration. Sometimes something happens. And I feel like before you just label somebody, oh, you got an attitude. 
you should ask them like, hey, are you okay? Are you good? Uh, you look a little frustrated. I see like you're, you know, a little frantic right now. And um, when she asked me the question or told me that, you know, something was wrong with my attitude, she also followed up with, you're not going to get nowhere with that attitude and you're not gonna um oh my god what did she say to me you're not going to get nowhere with that attitude and if you have kids they're not going to respect you or something like that basically she just basically told me about myself before I even knew who myself was before I even took in the thought of when I wanted to have kids before I even took in the thought of what exactly I'm doing with my life and where I'm going and when she did that oh thank you sis because <laughs> she sparked a little fire me and her didn't have any words whatever but I really took in what she said stopped working there a few months later I moved to North Carolina and I started working at another Chili's but um I was like yo she doesn't know who I am she can't tell me what I'm going to do I'm not that person and I remember talking to my um, mom's good friend about it. And she was like, she's so mean. Like, she was a mean lady, to be honest. She was mean. She had her own things going on. We would see her at work frustrated and um, going back and forth with the person that she was with on the phone and having other issues going on. Just personal things. And just because you're a manager doesn't mean you're a dictator. I don't think nobody should be dictated. And when you have personal things going on, you have to separate it. Sometimes with being, you know, in a high position or a position that requires a lot of your focus and a lot of your um, time, especially away from home, use it as a a another place a getaway like anything can be a vacation to me if you treat it that way anything can be a relaxation moment if you treat it that way if you walk in with issues and negativity it's gonna spill over into your workplace it's gonna spill over into your employees it's gonna spill over into other aspects of your life so that's a little background on the type of things that she would do and how she would be behaving be behaving excuse me and it was just like, how you going to tell me that I'm not going to do this, that, and that, and what's going to stop me? And you're not helping me. You're not telling me what I can do to change it. You're really, like, telling me about myself and then look at me in a way of get out my office. A black woman, y'all. A black woman. Talking to an 18, 19-year-old girl. So, after I moved, started over you know still having jobs started college I went to work at another restaurant and in this particular restaurant oh it was lit it was lit but sometimes it was a little ratchet lit you know just a little bit but um would it be would it being a little ratchet lit which basically means we had a lot of fun, but sometimes fun over overpowers the work that needs needs to be done. And not only for the workers, but the management as well. 
And I remember, I love doing my job. I became a bartender and I love bartending. And I, when you're a bartender, you kind of have to pay attention to more things than just walking to a table, serving your table and keeping it pushing. Like you have to engage more. You have to pay attention to your systems. You have to pay attention to your money. You have to pay attention to the managers when they come and count your money. You have to pay attention to the other bartenders that you're working with. You know, because you, you want to go home with what you deserve to go home with. And you want to be able to come back the next day and have your job as well. So all jobs and places get new hires and get new management and new bosses and all this stuff. And I remember getting a new manager that really didn't know his job. And it was very frustrating because after working on a weekend... And it's one something, two something in the morning and you're done. But the last 45 minutes of your shift, you're literally waiting on this new manager to do your paperwork so you can get out of there. And so you and your coworkers can switch our money and y'all can go about your business because nine times out of 10, it's a Friday night and you got to come back on Saturday. And you probably want to have a little fun if you're a girl like me. You want to have fun when you get off work. But if you're in there until one o'clock in the morning, two o'clock, then you're going straight home go to sleep, wake up and do it all over again, unfortunately. And I remember one day and I wasn't the only one that, you know, felt like he didn't do his job. And this manager actually doesn't work there anymore. But um, I remember one day walking onto the line. The line is where the food is basically at. And he was nowhere to be found for about 30 minutes. And he wasn't coming to help us um at the bar and we're a busy busy place and he wasn't coming to help us like we really didn't have any support and we needed food that we hadn't got so once again not being mad not being angry because I'm in a place where my money is looking at me my money is watching me my money is talking to me my money is judging me and my money came here to get some food I got their drinks. I took care of that. But they also came here to get some food. So not calling my customers money, but I mean, in hindsight, like that's that's what it is. I'm at work. This is how I make my living. And things are falling apart, crashing, guys, like horrible. And I go down to the line. And I say, hey, I really need somebody to come help us at the bar. We don't have food down. Um, We don't have food being ran to the bar like we're having to step away from our bar which can be very risky because you get a lot of people that just walk up you get a lot of people that want to pay out you get a lot of drinks coming in you get a lot of people you have other bartenders back there with you you have money you know your tip jar like you just want to be in your space behind your bar sometimes I mean sometimes when you have to move and do things that's not in your job description because somebody else is slacking it makes things very hard and then it starts to trickle down and affect what you take home so when I go down there and I'm expressing like hey I need my food ran I need a manager to come take off some voids I need like I haven't seen you like where have you been and he is back there cooking him some food his own personal food and then proceeds to yell at me that 
No, he makes a joke. He doesn't yell at me. He makes a joke to the cooks that's on the line that Shani is an angry black woman. And I kind of just stopped. Everything went out the window. Everything. I was like, what did you just call me? <laughs> like, what did you just call me? Seriously. And he said, you're angry. And I said, I'm not angry. I'm trying to get things done. I said, you know what? We'll talk about this later. I'm going to handle this. I'm going to get these customers out here. I got my food. My other co-workers that was around me started helping me when they had their spare time. And um, I made everything happen. About 20 minutes later, he's eating his food, his uh, salmon, up in the uh, area where there's no guest sitting. And I go over there and I say, um, are you married? And he's like, yeah. Do you have a daughter? He's like, yeah. I'm like, and they're black, right? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, do you know the stigma that's out here about black women? And he was like, no, what are you talking about? I said, I don't appreciate you calling me an angry black woman, angry black woman so openly in front of other black men in front in front of other black women in front of it's an open kitchen guy so anybody could have heard this um a customer a potential boo a potential job offer because I'm always on my hustle so I'm like you don't know that there's a and this is 2018 you've never heard about you know angry black woman stigma I mean, I'm sure that this actual phrase came around the point of what Tyler Perry's Diary of a Mad Black Woman. <laughs> like, it's been a while since people's been saying this. So I asked him, does he understand why I'm upset that he called me that? First of all, I'm an employee. I deserve respect. I'm a woman. I deserve respect. And you're not doing your job. So don't try to project what you're not doing on me because I'm confronting you about it. And I wasn't really confronting him about it. I was just trying to go to my manager and get some help. And that's it. But see, when you work in a place where people get to a certain place because they have so much experience and see experience on a piece of paper on a resume doesn't really mean experience guys it just means you worked a lot <laughs> or somebody gave you a chance so now your resume is building up and you're not really qualified to do anything if you ask me now that I'm looking back on this but you're in this position that people pass out management positions of restaurants to any and everybody I've had managers that's younger than me or my age, at the age of 20, I had a manager that was like 22. Like, but they were good. Don't get me, they were good. Because see, they're young and they got a, a chance and they're trying to take this to go to the next step. But see, when you're like in your 40s and 50s and this is what you're doing and you might not be happy with whatever you have going on in your life, or maybe you are. Because see, some people love working in restaurants, but some people do it because that's what they are qualified to do. And 
they feel like after so long, they deserve to be a manager. Some people aren't meant to manage anything, anybody. Sometimes you can't manage yourself. So you need to get that under control before you try to do a position of managing somebody else, somebody else or another a company or something of the sort. And when I start to explain, like, this is a stigma, this is something negative. I am a college student. I am, I go to HBCU. I work in a predominantly black restaurant. I respect everybody the same way that I'm respected. I joke, I laugh. I, I'm not, I don't like to be angry because it, when you, we, we're going to talk. We're, we're going to talk. Sometimes when you go through things in life or you have to deal with things on the outside of life, for me personally, like I said, if it's at work, it's separate. So, or if it's in public, it's separate. I don't even like being certain ways at home. I separate myself. So I don't have to be certain ways. You have to learn how to control you and know who you are. If you know who you are, then you know what to do to handle yourself and you know what to do to portray yourself the correct way the way that you want to be portrayed and if you have to focus on things that's not going right in your life that's been going on for years and years you have to take those moments that you can control and do just that so as I'm explaining this to him he acted so clueless y'all he didn't understand black man black man yeah he didn't understand the angry black woman stigma he did apologize. He did. But it still took him a while to get that thought of me out of his head. And I can tell. Because the next time that, well, not the very next time, but after a while, um, I remember him coming to me and saying how he was, basically he respected me because of something that I did and this particular thing that I did was um I had to talk to him and three other male managers and I decided to do it all at one time because I was upset about something and I wanted to get clarification before I got into my head and the only way to get clarification before you get into your head is to talk to people especially if it's the person that's or the people that's you know you're in this situation with so I decided to go and talk to these four men and express my thoughts and my concerns in a respectful way. And they all listened and they all gave me their feedback. And he walked to me after I finished talking to them and told me how he asked me what I was in school for. He thought I was going to be a lawyer. I'm like, I'm not going to be a lawyer. I could be a lawyer. I can do that. Okay, I can do that. I don't know. But um, I told him what I was in school for, which was uh, mass communications. Hey, y'all. <laughs> That's why I'm on here talking to you. And he basically commended me on being able to conduct myself and stand up to a foreman. And I mean, I wasn't standing up as defending myself, but being able to have a conversation and get my thoughts and concerns out without what we're used to being dramafied and being extra and being over emotional as they try to say that women do but it's not women it's men 
it's everybody it's individual people that do that so it's just like you can't if that's what you've experienced you can't really make that mean but anyways um yeah he came back and he was like I really respect how you just stood up and stated your case in a professional manner and it really shows character and I was like what like this has been this has been months in between the incident that I just told you about so I'm like wow that's when I realized that he respected me and I made him from day one because I feel like if I never would have asked him did he understand what a black uh, the angry black woman stigma was and if I didn't continue to conduct myself and evolve as a black girl that he would have never came to me and respected they wouldn't have respected what I had to say because I was always vocal. I'm a, I talk, I talk, I'm a talker, I'm a communicator and I have to learn and I've had to evolve and I'm still young, but I've always respected people because I've always been respected by people in my family. So it baffles me when I get disrespected or labeled or something in that sense by people that don't know me like you know me at work you don't know who I am and it just really sucks that you have to go to work sometimes and have these battles of who you are and what you're doing and what your plan is and have the I guess weight on your shoulders of other people's views and and perceptions that they don't even and they don't even know who they are if you're going to tell me about me if you're going to tell me about me um make sure that you know all the qualities about me um all the aspects about me because I don't do that to people if I don't know you I'm not going to say what you are or who you are or I can only say what I think from what I've witnessed and even I'm honest enough to say that even that I've witnessed you act a certain way or I've saw or heard something about you that that's just one piece of you that's just it could have been a bad day I'm very optimistic it could have been a hard time you could have lost somebody like nobody ever knows what's going on with people you could have just spent all your money your last dime on rent but then tomorrow you got to pay your car note and working in a restaurant like you know working in a restaurant industry a lot of us know what that feels like it's like okay I'm working this hard I made all this money okay boom I gotta pay a bill pay that bill and then next thing you know you get an email or alert and you're like damn another bill due tomorrow or the two days from now what am I going to do so you never know the stress that people are under or what what is keeping them from being the best them at that moment in time so 
I even had somebody that was working with me that never asked me what I do, um, never really talked to each other. They just seen me. Y'all, I'm cute. Okay. I like my lashes. Um, I like my clothes. I like to go out. I like to have a good time. And that's just who I am. I am a 90s baby, okay? I like to be shit-popping. And just because of that alone, they thought that I wasn't in school, I had no ambition, and I wasn't doing anything with my life. And they heard me talking to somebody that was another student and was like, oh, that's what you go to the same school? Oh, we're in the same school. And they're like, you're in school? And I'm like, you work next to me every day when I'm like, I just got out of class or I, I got class tomorrow, so I can't work. Like you, I've been around you saying stuff like this. And they literally said, I didn't think you had anything going on in your life. I thought she just was here. I'm not even from here. <laughs> like, I'm not even from here. And I will be completely honest with y'all. If I was out here acting like an ass, but I don't act like an ass, I'd be chilling. Like, you want me to be your friend? Like, I'd be cool. But it's just like, sometimes we really have to give people a chance. We really have to bite our tongue, hold our tongue, and what we have to, our opinions about people until we really know who they are. Don't let anybody tell you who you are. Don't let anybody misunderstand you if you have a way of letting them understand who you are. Open your mouth, express who you are, show who you are, and get respected like you deserve to be respected, especially if you're in a workplace. And it's okay to say, hey, that's not me. So don't label me as that. And do you know what that is? And if they do, cool. And if they don't, tell them to listen to, that's not me. Sincerely, a sweet black girl. I am Shiny Sweets, and I'll talk to y'all next time.